All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, crypto nerds of all ages, guess what? It's your boy, Monty Allen, a.k.a. The Crypto Nerd. And uh, we've got a couple of guests here for you, so stay tuned. You're going to want to see this one out. All right, so we've got Algorithm Finance. We've got Rudy and Mehmed here, and they are co-founders of um, an exciting new project. We wanted to get their take on it. They were actually connected to me um, through a, a couple of a, a acquaintances, and I've actually heard of the project, and I think you guys were at Decipher as well, right? Correct, correct. Absolutely. Now, I'm not sure. I may have been like in a, a few circles while, while you were there. I'm not sure we actually had a conversation, but there was a lot of like, let me pop in and out of these these groups, and you know, there was a, a lot of folks to talk to. Um, but I know that you were there, and there were rumblings, and there was a lot of talk about, hey, have you heard about this project, Monty? And that, I was very excited to get the email that said, hey, these guys would love to come on, have a conversation, and get some information out to the community. So first and foremost, thank you for, for sharing some information with myself, the community, and um, and thanks for letting us help you get some more information out. So um, I don't know if you want to uh, give us a little bit of background on, on each of you. Maybe, Rudy, you want to uh, fire off first, how you got involved in Algorand in, in the first place? Sure. Uh, well, I come from the 2017 era uh, from the crypto space. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as any, you know, starting off investor, we get involved with a lot of different projects and we see a lot of them come through. So, uh, but Algorand in particular, we got really focused on uh, this year. Uh, me and Mehmed had really started to focus in on what we wanted to do. And Algorand seemed to be a great match for us. So around June was when we kind of came to the official decision that we would work on the Algorand blockchain. Fantastic. So 2017, that's a lot of ups and downs in the last uh, four years or so. That's about the time that I got involved as well, late 16, early 17. Um, so it's been a it, journey for sure. It definitely built some tough skin, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. All right, uh, Mehmed, was, was your journey similar? What, what was your journey like? Uh, somewhat similar. First of all, thank you, Monty, for having us on the show. Really appreciate it. Um, so with me, I come from traditional finance. I actually, uh, straight out of college, started working with Merrill Lynch. Um, hmm. And so coming from the traditional side, I got involved in crypto around 2018. And a great friend of mine who went to MIT started telling me a little bit about Algorand and, uh, you know, with the connection with Boston and, and, and all that. So started looking into it, uh, met Rudy later on, uh, and then we started researching a little bit uh, about what blockchain uh, to build on. And, and we said, you know, we, we were glad to find Algorand and, uh, you know, we've just been working hard since. Interesting that you've got a traditional finance background there. Mm -hmm. So I can see some of those telltale signs. You probably saw a problem and figured out, hey, there's a better way to do this. And I, I love those stories. Mm -hmm. um, can one of you give me just the genesis of the project? How did this come about in the first place? You know, maybe how did, how did you two connect? So we had uh, connected back in like 2018 uh, through our mutual friend, uh, actually a, an advisor uh, of ours at the moment. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've just kind of kept mutual uh, acquaintances, uh, communication throughout the years. And then, like I said, in January was when we decided we needed to actually build on or, you know, build a project of our own. We've got all the right, um, you know, connections in place. Um, we've, we've got a, a big influence crowd, uh, mm -hmm. you know, so we decided to, to actually start working towards something. And so that's uh, beginning of this year is when we started to really hunker down and figure that out. Okay, great. Mehmed, was there a like an aha moment for you when you realized like, hey, we've got to do this on blockchain? 
Yeah, you know, coming from traditional finance, you kind of see the blockades and the hurdles that is within that kind of industry. And looking into Algorand a little bit more, once Rudy and I started looking into it, we realized that Algorand is heavily institutionalized, uh, lots of government backing, uh, uh, you know, functioning within it. And so when we started putting our heads together, me coming from the traditional side and then Rudy having so much expertise in the cryptoverse, especially, you know, since he started in 2017, been on, been in the ups and downs with the bear markets and whatnot. Uh, we really decided that it would be best to build on Algorand. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm so happy that we decided Algorand. Um, the community is great. The technology is stellar. So mm -hmm. it, it's been great working, working uh, on Algorand so far. Okay. So the one, the one thing with Algorand though, is that we can actually make stronger connections right into the, you know, the, the upper tier, the engineers that, you know, we can climb into that ladder a lot easier. And that's why we chose Algorand because you know, yeah, we could build another blockchain and, you know, just be a mix of with all the others. There's tons of other launch pads and projects on, you know, Ethereum per se. Uh, yeah. But with Algorand, we could build a better intimate relationship with the uh, the founders. So we were more excited about actually working with Algorand. And then they've got everything in place that makes it perfect. Yeah, it really is a tight knit group. And I was surprised myself at the accessibility of everybody. Um, and so it's really a, they, they've got a strong outreach program now. I guess, you know, if you're at a, you know, a family function or you see some old colleagues or, you know, um, you know, some old friends and they ask you, hey, what are you guys doing now? Like, what what is your your, you know, your short version of what you're doing? Like, give us a concise summary. You know, it's still funny uh, to even have to get into that conversation because at times it still uh, proves confusing to those individuals. But, mm -hmm. you know, in a nutshell, algorithm finance is essentially a developed suite of financial products that we're bringing to the Algorand blockchain. Um, and we want to be the direct extension to Algorand so that we can help build out their ecosystem. So we all of the projects that are coming on board through Algorand, we would love to be a part of that as we help incubate them and launch them on onto our platform. Uh, so that's the launchpad feature. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, with the introduction of our NFT that we're going to be releasing in Q1 of 2022. Uh, it's going to serve a, a, an ultimate purpose with very high utility. So we have a multifaceted form and function uh, behind our product. So it's not just one thing, you know, we really focus to build it out and to provide uh, various services to our users. That's great. So, I mean, initially, you've got a little bit of work to get get done behind the scenes before you're, you're unveiled to the public per se. Um, but then do you want to attract, you know, um, you know, folks that are in accelerators already or do you operate as the accelerator? What kind of new projects do you want to attract um, to use this platform? Correct. So, yeah, we want to get basically projects in their seed phase, you know, when they're still very early, um, needing some guidance, needing help with their token metrics and tokenomics. And so. Uh, we can help advise them, guide them, direct them. We've also got the right connections to help build their communities and uh, build the awareness of their project. Um, I mean, even even our communities built out uh, in under two weeks to you know pretty pretty good significant numbers. You know, our Twitter accounts are I think over forty thousand now, and uh, so you know we've got some good reach um, and marketing available to us. So we want to make sure that we can get the do the same for uh, projects that are looking to just get started. So uh, initially, yeah, the early phase. Um, if there are some that are closer to the later phases, you know, and just kind of need um, some additional fundraising and stuff like that, we can also, uh, you know, work with them. 
Yeah. I find that there's there's two different types of folks that get into this business. There's the, like me. I have I have zero technical capabilities. I'm just the song and dance man, right? So I come in, I do the sales, the marketing, that kind of stuff. You know, my contributions are, you know, via a YouTube channel or Twitter, or, you know, those types of things because I didn't I, I can't code. You know, I'm not I'm not that kind of a person. But I find that you either get somebody who's like me, who's who's like that, very vocal and has some great ideas, or you find the maybe some developers or people who can actually execute on those ideas. And maybe those two haven't come together yet for whatever reason. They, they don't always run in the same circles. Um, but it sounds like you can make that marriage happen. Like you can you can bring the best of the left brain and the right brain and help somebody kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together. Uh, I find that very often people don't understand the other side of the business. They only understand their side. Very much correct. Yeah, you've got from 2017, you had basically a lot of developers trying to start their own, you know, project and didn't know how the marketing side or the mm -hmm. legality side. And so, uh, yeah, so, you know, my background is a little bit more on the conventional business side, brick and mortar, and then, you mm -hmm. know, uh, Mehmed's the finance side. Uh, but we also have a good team of developers and, and uh, you know, people that we can reach out to to help make things happen. So, uh, and then on the business side too, as far as the connections and, you know, other things as far as exchanges per se and you know whatever else we can bring into the to the pool so excellent let's um let's pull up your your roadmap here if you guys are okay with that i want to take a yeah. look at this and maybe yeah maybe uh, talk about it and um, kind of walk me through here so first of all uh the website i'll make sure it's in the description but it's algorithmfinance.com and we'll, we'll put it in the description there and so let's see what we've got here so algorithm phase one 1.0 can you can one of you kind of take the con there and walk me through some of the, the high points there in phase one? Okay, so really to highlight what we're at right now is uh, we're still building out our, our dashboard and our V1. Uh, we're hoping to roll out with that in the next six weeks or so, uh, hopefully under six weeks. Um, and then we do plan on hopefully being traded before uh, the end of the year. So uh, those are the two high key points that we've got, um, not particularly uh, uh, highlighted there on our roadmap but that's really where we're standing right now yeah def definitely important um can you talk to me about the um nft cypher and i see you've got the nft launch there in in phase one um but this is um nft usage in a little different way than we've seen before can, can you walk us through that just a little bit yeah so uh we really wanted to focus on the utility behind the nft obviously uh with current market trends nfts are popping up left and right and mm -hmm. they look amazing you know uh, in terms of the artwork but not much utility behind them so we wanted to fix that and we wanted to help the community uh who's going to be receiving these nfts so with cypher we have 1000 nfts that are going to be released uh, the way to obtain the Cypher NFT is through a Gleam campaign that we're going to be launching. Mm -hmm. um, the initiatives that the community will have to go through uh, to obtain the NFT with the Gleam campaign is things like quizzes, uh, writing medium articles, uh, being very participa participative uh, and uh, active within that Gleam campaign. And mm -hmm. that will allow whitelisting uh, for those 1,000 participants to, to become active. And then... Um, the actual NFT will, will function in the form of a mystery box. Once uh, you receive your NFT, the mystery box will open and you'll Ooh. actually see the real NFT, which is the cipher. Um, and I don't want to give too much away. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, ultimately it's going to serve uh, its purpose for every IDO that launches on, uh, on algorithm. 
That's excellent. Okay. Cool. So um, now we talk about the the IDO. Is that the sort of tie into the the launch of the the Y Combinator? And that's in, that's in quotes, right? Accelerator program. Um, and and is it in quotes because it's just that that style of you know accelerator? Is that what you're where we're getting that? There? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Got I'm it. sure the term is trademarked somewhere. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I, I understood exactly what it meant. I just want to make sure we, we clarified there. Um, so do you have any any, um, you know, target projects? Uh, how do you, you know, attempt to to uh, gain these new projects and audience members in? Or is it going to be like crowdsourced? You've got these thousand NFTs. Are you going to send these folks out like, hey, go find these projects for us? Is there some kind of a bounty like that? Well, at the at the moment, we've got two projects that we are looking at um, that we've Pretty much have started talks with um they will be in uh one of them will be a dao uh type structure and we kind of saw after decipher that algorand really likes their their dao you know yeah. systems and platforms so uh mm-hmm. so we're excited about that um we can't really elude too much on that either as well but we're also looking at a, a play to earn uh platform as well Ooh, nice. Okay. Um, the DAOs is, uh, have been really making waves lately. Um, just to bring in a little bit of, you know, local sort of, um, or I guess recent news, right? We had this DAO that was, it was not an Algorand DAO, but just DAOs in general are, are making their way into, you know, CNBC on a regular basis. We had this DAO that tried to buy a basketball team and they tried to buy, um, you know, a copy of the, the U.S. Constitution, I think. Um, yeah. So DAOs are definitely like creeping their way into mainstream. Um, do you see DAOs continuing to grow? Do you think that'll be a large portion of the projects that come on board with you? Yeah, I think so. Um, as we move more towards a decentralized kind of structure uh, regarding finances, I, I definitely do believe that DAOs are a thing of the future. Well, actually more a thing of the present that's going to create the future. Um, mm-hmm. And even being at the Cypher, we saw Sylvia McCauley speaking uh in regards to DAOs, and, and and it was great motivation to see that Algorand is so heavily focused on that, um, and it's definitely something that we have our sights set out for. Yeah, excellent. I, I could see some DAOs popping up on Algorand in the very near future that are, um, you know, an NFT DAO I've seen tossed around quite a bit, or um, even a real estate DAO um, where everybody participates and they, you know, they're, it's kind of making waves now. We've got uh, quite a few real estate, um, you know, projects I think working on Algorand right now. Um, so th- that's making the, making waves. And you said the other one was um, uh, pay to pay to what do we say pay to play? Play, play to earn. Correct? Play to earn. That's yeah. That's that's what I was trying to say. Um, h- how do you see that market growing? Well, as the uh, I, I feel like it's actually going to help float a lot of this bear market that we're going to be approaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that we can probably see less of uh, you know Downturn. hindrance in the market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, play to earn is going to be a big factor. Uh, coming into the next one to two years. So we're excited to actually get started with one of those projects. But um, yeah, I mean, right now there's a lot of options with play to earn. So it's really confusing as to which ones you want to pick and, you know, mm-hmm. where you want to start with or, uh, you know, what you want to put your time into. Because, yeah, it's a, <laughs> you do put a lot of time into those play to earn games. So, yeah, um, so yeah we want to pick something that's going to make the most sense for, for Algorand and for, for us basically launching our first play to earn project. Okay, excellent. So traditional finance, we're used to these cycles and they've been fairly consistent. Um, I spent a lot of my times dealing with um, mortgages and bonds and we see like a, a, a seven year cycle, you know, ups, downs, boom, bust kind of a thing. Um, but crypto, I have a feeling that it's a, a shorter cycle and it might be accelerating. 
Um, Mehmet, any any feelings on that? I mean, if you could whip out your crystal ball, um, you know, what do you, what, 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 yeah, what do you, what, what do you, what do you think? You know, to be completely honest, I still, even though the market has been a little red these past few days, I still don't think we're absolutely going into a, a true bear market just yet. Um, Wait a second, Mehmet, you have to say this is not financial advice. Yeah, right. This no, is no, not financial advice, everyone. Obligatory <laughs> disclaimer. Of me. <laughs> yes. But yes, uh, I still don't believe we're actually going into a true uh, bear market just yet. But even so, even if we were to, uh, you know, us coming out right now in this time where a bear market does pose a potential uh, possibility, we're very confident uh, in algorithm and the technology that we're going to be providing and the services that we are going to be providing. We're built on Algorand and we have a lot of backing and security uh, in regards to that. So when we launch these IDOs on top of our platform, we would love for the community to realize that, hey, these guys are launching within this bear market. These IDOs are popping out and we're hoping to create a better opportunity uh, for the for the crypto markets themselves so that we can essentially even get out of the bear market yeah i understand now uh, very often we don't want to compare ourselves to something on another blockchain but i do find it's helpful for the audience members to have some kind of point of reference are there any other companies that are operating on eth now that are similar to what you want to become in you know let's say 24 months something along those lines well that's there's nobody that does everything, right? It's maybe it's a combination of like a uh, like a trust swap or something like that, where you got the IDOs and the launchpad feature there. But you've also well, got we this... we we want to implement a lot of that. Um, I mean, obviously we're we're we've got the the NFTs on one side. We've got um, you know our dashboard where you will be able to tie in your wallets, and we also want to see if we can get a, a swap feature on the on our website so that you know we can hop back and forth from the Algorand blockchain to the Ethereum blockchain. So. Um, as far as a, a, a you know a swap feature, I'm not too sure, but that'd be more like a bridging uh, plugin yeah. that we can probably get in. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that we want to bring in from different elements and, and try and make them work cohesively in our system, uh, mm -hmm. so that we can. I think the biggest attempt is really to bring those users onto the Algorand blockchain, and that's we need to find that that bridge and that functionality for these users. So uh, we're hoping to be that that central hub for them. Okay, got it. Now, um, the finance portion of it. So talk to me about some of the, the, the finance aspects uh, of the side of the service. Where does that come into play? Financing for the IDOs or for our project or what? I'm yeah, for, for, for other projects, I guess. Or is there going to be any kind of a DeFi play at all, in, you know, embedded in this in the future or gotcha. um, and anything else along those lines? So we, we're going to start off with, with the, well, our token's not going to be, uh, the utility of our token is going to be a staking uh, utility, and that will give allocation to that user. So if you're staking our token on our platform, that will get you entrance into the IDOs, um, along with the uh, the NFT function, which we will, you know, get more into that as that comes along. Right. And then the... Uh, you're holding that one close to the vest. I, I appreciate that. Okay. We're real excited about it. It's going to really, it's going to turn some heads for sure. Okay. Uh, the other side to that, as far as like the actual transaction, we were weighing out whether we would accept Algorand tokens or whether we would do, uh, we talked to a gentleman just the other day about uh, a stable coin that, that would be on the Algorand blockchain. So like a USDC um, or something like that. Yeah. So their, their protocol would be able to uh, stake uh, 
you know, whatever asset you've got, whether it be Ethereum, you know, uh, Bitcoin or whatever, but it would be on the Algorand blockchain. You can stake it and then you would be able to borrow against it. Um, you know, almost essentially like a swap, but you know, you're borrowing against your, your, your assets and then you get right. the stable coin that they issue. So, uh, so we're also interested in something like that or the financing aspect for IDOs as well. Okay. That's fantastic. So, um, so you've got like a soft launch, it sounds like possibly, you know, coming up in the, in the very near future. Um, when do you see your first IDO? Shortly after we launch V1, um, you know, we're going to do all of our audits, make sure we're all set up and ready to go. Uh, wow. But once V1's done, we should be ready to actually start doing some uh, some projects through. That's fantastic. Now, um, will that be, it's not going to be on your own platform 100%, right? Have you partnered with some other, um, some DEXs or any other outside sources? Well, some of our advisors are from Orion. So we might, uh, you know, partner with them uh, to see if we can get some some cohesiveness working together but uh as far as it's as far as we've been looking at it we're trying to do most of it on uh through our our platform through our dashboard self-contained as much as possible right mm -hmm. correct okay that, that that makes sense all right so um time frame wise we're, we're getting up there it sounds like you guys are it must be very exciting times for you i don't know when you find time to sleep and i find when there's a new project like this it's pretty much just go 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 um what are you most excited for when this thing launches Hmm. I mean, I really am excited to see all these various different types of uh, IDOs that we get to launch through our platform, uh, just the various type of uh, technology and uh, use cases that we're able to provide to the Algorand blockchain, as well as the world, really. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this is, uh, like you said, it's very exciting times. And this is where innovation comes into play. And, and we're really excited to, to share that with the world. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think uh, uh, like uh, Mehmed was saying, when we start launching these projects, we're planning on doing some uh, what they call demo days. And uh, we would actually be pitching these projects semi live through our, you know, through a YouTube channel or something like that, where we can actually present to the community uh, mm -hmm. the projects that have been put on our on our plate. And then we can kind of also run that as a DAO structure so the community can also help decide what we want to push through as well. Nice. So that's going to be exciting. I like that 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 governance feature. You know, the ability to to vote and direct. Hey, you know, who, what opportunity? Who gets the next opportunity and have some influence there? It's really yeah. empowering for the community, and I think that's why Stake and Hold so well because people have not had a seat at the table for mm -hmm. for you know for for the entire history of you know uh, you know venture capitalists. Let's say, you know, we we haven't had that ability to like jump in and see what happens behind the scenes, and now people are clamoring for those opportunities. And they're really like, in some cases, they're really like microtransactions. I mean, it might be, you know, fiat US, you know, might be $50, might be $500, but these are, that's the kind of money that wouldn't have been able to, you know, invest in a, you know, in any kind of an opportunity previously. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that's really appealing to a lot of folks on a lot of different levels. And you get, Absolutely. you get sort of some, some crowdsourced um, um, momentum as well. And then everybody who's done that, is already bought into the project so you know it's like it's like as you're growing as as you're as you're you know you're, you're starting to launch you already have that baked in community you're, you've been creating it the whole way along instead of having to like produce this project and then spend a whole bunch of marketing like trying to get that community um right. this this market actually you know you you, you in my opinion you, the other way is putting the cart before the horse this way you, you you build up some fan base ahead of time so it makes sense um, correct correct speaking of fan bases so are there any other projects that the two of you are watching right now. 
So what, what do you, well, like when you're looking at the ecosystem or talking to other colleagues or, you know, sometimes, you know, investors have, you know, they patch you through to different projects and you get to see stuff, you know, what, what do you guys geek out on right now? <laughs> I, I like the, uh, okay, I'll start. I like the DeFi space. Um, so I like the, uh, you know, the different staking mechanisms, the, uh, you know, some of the Olympus DAOs I'm, I'm really excited about. So I like to watch a lot of those. Uh, the okay. NFT space is a little difficult for me to follow. Um, there's really, um, there's there's just too much for me to follow. I, I think the, the difficulty for me is that uh, a lot of artists I've never heard of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some of the first artists that I, I do know of is like Beeple. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody knows I, Beeple, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew Beeple before he did NFTs. I mean, years before, because I've, I've dabbled in 3D animation and, and he's always done dailies for, for the past eight, nine years. So he's, yeah. you know, he's known for that daily artistry and that's where he got his, uh, his name, uh, basically on stage with a lot of, uh, 3D artists. Mm-hmm. And so when he started doing NFTs, it just made sense for his transition, for his artwork to finally get appreciated because you could never, he, he would never be able to make money. I mean, other than maybe selling prints or something, and that's not going to take him to the level where NFTs have actually get, brought him the true appreciation of what he's actually done because i mean as a 3d artist trying to produce trying to produce a, a piece of artwork every day non-stop never takes is nuts right yes yes so that that's huge so to me when i saw that i was like you know i i didn't actually get a chance to get a people unfortunately <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, um but no that's that's where uh but after people unfortunately everybody else jumped on the bandwagon and it just got com- too, a little too confusing for me so i can't follow the nft space but uh, yeah. The DeFi space, I really do enjoy. All right, interesting. All right, Mehmed, what about you? Yeah, um, one of the projects that's uh, really interesting to me right now uh, is, uh, I, I believe it's called AlgoFi. Uh, mm-hmm. They're yep. looking to implement a stablecoin. Uh, and so I think that could be really cool for the Algorand blockchain. Uh, as Rudy mentioned, we are also considering to do something like that um, mm-hmm. you know, for the research, of course, to be done. Um, but also in regards to NFTs, uh, more really excited about the metaverse um and it's uh rise rise to fame and and glory so just kind of keeping an eye on that um and and excited to see what comes out of that yeah and it's interesting that that both of those i mean there's really like you can pull aspects of you know obviously some nfts the DeFi stuff the stable coins like all of that is still directly applicable to to something you can do in the not so distant future as well so it's interesting to to, to watch what's going on and everybody's kind of doing just uh, just we could just tweak it just a little bit and you're building off of the you know the backs of somebody else's efforts and that's how we really grow the whole ecosystem and um you know kind of reach those next levels and it's it's not so much about competition. Like we, you, like we're in business. Like we're, there's definitely competition, but yeah. it's friendly competition for the most part. You know, there's a lot of founders who I know are very encouraging. Even people in their same space, like hey, like you know, rising rising tides float all ships, right? Mm-hmm. So so we're all gonna get there. Um, let's share a little bit of information, share some resources, jump on some roundtables, and you know, talk things out and say, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle it this way. You tackle it this way, and you know, may the best team win. And I, 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 love, I love those. Yeah, I would say so as well, because I mean, you know, we're essentially creating the building blocks here uh, for a new kind of economy, for a new kind of financial structure. Um, Algorand, you know, throws the word around future, fi- future finance and, and we do as mm-hmm. well. Um, and that's definitely something that from past experiences, uh, we learned the lessons of what worked and what didn't. And we, you know, kind of tweak the, the, the tools that we use and then we produce something new. So 
you know, it's, it's definitely a motivating factor to keep going. Yeah, the other thing that, that I noticed from uh, Decipher was that uh, a big word that was thrown around was interoperability. And that, that bridges those, you know, brings everybody to the table and, and helps innovation actually uh, grow rather than, you know, uh, compete against each other, you know, or, or not share that knowledge or uh, bridge that gap. So I, that's what we really liked about Algorand as well. Excellent. All right. Well, well, very wise words. We're right at about 30 minutes now. We'll, we'll, we'll end on those wise words from Rudy. Interoperability is what it's about. So uh, building bridges, extending arms and all branches and working in partnerships. And, and we're all growing this thing together. I hope that you two will come back um, as there's there's new launches, new information. Some of those ideas, if they get if they get announced, uh, you know, be happy to help uh, host some AMAs or something along those lines. Um, it's been a pleasure. And um, stick around after the break here. And I'll ask you guys a few more questions. All right. Awesome. Everyone else, have a good night. <laughs>